0: This episode was sponsored by Critical Dice and the Endless Bag of Dice.
1: Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. And then level three, again, you get another big bump, which is going into your ranger archetypes or, you know, more commonly known as your classes subclass.
0: Right. Right. And we'll cover those here in a second, but yeah, like there's, most there's of a the classes, of them. there's a bunch. Yeah. And a lot of them are really, really good, especially the later ones, because I think wizards kind of figured out um, how people like to play sometimes and, there's even some of these subclasses that feel like a reskinning of an of an original subclass that almost makes the original one a moot point or just uh you know renders it inert in some ways. So, but yeah. Right. Um, and then ability score improvements, which you get at fourth, eighth, twelve, sixteen
1: primeval or <gasps> did.
0: I am so sorry. You're absolutely right. There's um, one
1: more special feature.
0: It is, and this is actually pretty good. Um, you can use your action and expend one Ranger spell slot, and you can, for one minute per level, of the spell slot you expended, so at this point, probably one or two, uh, you can sense whether the falling creatures are present within one mile of you. Uh, aberrations, Celestials, Dragons, Elementals, Fae, Fiends, and Undead, which also seems to be very similar to the list of your favorite foe. Uh, not completely, but more or less. Uh, it doesn't reveal where or how many, but they're around. So that's kind of fun, actually.
1: Right. And that's just, that's an everybody thing again mm-hmm. at level three. Exactly. Yeah. And um, then we move on to our ability score improvements, which start at level, four, at level four, but you get them kind of dotted along your journey, like a lot of classes.
0: Yeah. Pretty standard spread. Um, nothing like the fighter, of course, which is ridiculous is every two levels or so. Um, and uh, Yeah. And uh you can do it for feats as well, and then extra attack at fifth level, so they can attack twice instead of once whenever they take the attack action. So now you're potentially up to three attacks with the um multi-attack, uh the um uh two weapon fighting. Um, and then level eight land stride. Um basically just like how uh natural difficult terrain doesn't bother you now. Um uh over land. Now you can move through non-magical difficult terrain and it doesn't cost you any extra movement at all. Um, You can pass through plants without being uh, slowed by them and without taking damage from them if they have like spines or thorns or whatever. Um, And you also have advantage uh, on the saving throws against plants that are magically created or manipulated to like hurt you or slow you down like entangle which is kind of fun.
1: I kind of want to see a druid and a ranger go at it.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> I, like, I was just thinking. Fun. I was just thinking about I was like, man, that's going to go bad really. Uh, I, at first I was like, oh, the ranger's going to destroy him, then I forget about wild shape and I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I yes. would argue, I would argue actually at like level 2, the ranger would win.
1: Probably, cuz it gets to avoid a lot of the things that a druid can do like entangle. That's one of the things that a druid can do. Well, I don't know mm-hmm. if they can do it at level 2, but
0: Um, yeah, I think they could. I mean, it's a first level spell, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yep. And then hide in plain sight, which sounds cool, but it's kind of not because at level 10, you can spend a minute crafting a camouflage for yourself with like fresh mud, dirt plants, all that kind of stuff. So you're basically like making a ghillie suit, like for like, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, jungle snipers and stuff they use. Um, and you can try to hide yourself, um, like against a, a tree, a wall, the ground or something. Um, and you gain a plus 10 to your stealth check. Um, as long as you don't move or talk the second you move or take an action or a reaction, the camouflage falls off and you have to do it again.
1: So, so this is only really helpful in very niche circumstances.
0: Yeah. If you're going to lie in wait for something great. Otherwise meh and pass without a trace, I think is a ranger spell too. So just cast that maybe, you know, I'm like, that's way faster. Unless you're out of spell slots. Yeah, I know, but still a just backup.
1: But yeah, yeah, it seems like it would, again, I mean, again, that, that falls in line with a lot of the questions about this class, which is how useful is that really, right?
0: Yeah, and that's the thing too, most Dungeon Masters aren't going to make a character wait for like an hour for the bear to come through or the zombies to come through so they could spring a, a trap on them. There's better ways to do that, you know? So it's one of those ones, again, where we start to go get that feeling again of like, oh, oh, okay, well, I guess that's cool. So, yeah. Um, And then at level 14, you get Vanish. Uh, You can use the Hide action as a bonus action on your turn, which rogues could do way earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. and you can't be tracked by non-magical means unless you choose to leave a trail, which is an enticing sentence, um, which I kind of like, like, oh yeah, why would you choose to leave a trail? Mm. Oh, cause you're going to be hiding in plain sight. Okay. Um, uh, then barrel senses, uh, you get supernatural senses to help you fight creatures. You can't see, um, if you go up with something that's invisible, uh, it doesn't impose disadvantage on the attack rolls As long as you're attacking the right place. Um, and you can also know the location of invisible creatures within 30 feet of you, provided um, uh, it's not also hiding, and you're not like deaf or blind, uh, suffering from those conditions. And then um, this is kind of neat, but it's kind of underwhelming a little bit. I think Foe Slayer at level 20. This is the capstone ability that all rangers get. Uh, 20th level, you become an unparalleled hunter for to your enemies. Uh, once on each of your turns, you can add your wisdom modifier to the attack roll or the damage roll of attack you make against one of your favorite enemies. Um, And you choose to do it before or after the roll before any of the effects are done. So once per turn, but only against your favorite enemies, you can add probably a plus five to your damage. Yeah, it's a little
1: bit... Uh, underwhelming, it, considering like the monk gets like, well, you don't have to eat or sleep anymore, and you're not going to age. You're just going to like kind of not live forever, but in all yeah, essence, kind of yeah.
0: And it only works on one of the attacks. We already talked about how there's multiple um, uh, attacks that they can do. So it's just like, all right, yeah, you know, it just seems really, really underwhelming, especially when what a a barbarian gets a plus five from their rage um, way earlier than that. It's against all their attacks and they're getting resistance to all the damage because they're mm-hmm. raw, you know? Um, well, okay. I call that back. They only get a plus four and that starts at level 16, but still. Um, yeah, it just kind of feels underwhelming. And that's what to yeah, be the capstone ability.
1: Versus a 20, like very few people make it to 20. So the 20s are like this kind of like golden egg of D&D where it's this kind of stupid broke thing that it you is. can do now as your, you know, present for making it this far.
0: Congratulations, you survived. You can add a plus five to one attack every turn. What? Why? Yeah. Oh yeah, and by the way, only against goblins. What? Sorry, <laughs> that's what you chose at first level. Um, so unless the right. lich King's also a goblin, I don't know how it's gonna help you. Um, so it's a little underwhelming, right? Uh, especially when like barbarians, their their what was their, their con and their decks like jump from twenty to twenty-four just cuz. Mm-hmm. So yeah, meh.
1: If you don't have enough dice to make it through your game after every single set gets put in dice jail, make sure you check out The Critical Dice and their endless bag of dice. You can get a new set of dice delivered to your doorstep every single month for as low as 7 bucks a month. Compendium listeners can actually also get a special offer by using the code Compendium COMPENDM for 50% off of your first month of dice. Just go to thecriticaldice.com and use that code at checkout. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would really help us out if you would take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. The compendium is also on Patreon. So if you like listening, that is a great way to help contribute to the content that we create. New episodes are available every Tuesday and Friday, or Monday and Thursday if you're a patron. And you can always keep up with us between episodes by following us on social media. Just look up the compendium, that's C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Jason also shares a bunch of great content and plot hooks on his page, The Critical Dice, so make sure that you check him out and follow him as well. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time.